0: Listen, Jess. This runway is covered with the last pollen from the last flowers available anywhere on earth. That means this is our last chance. We're the only ones who make honey, pollinate flowers, and dress like this. If we're going to survive as a species, this is our moment. So what do you say? Are we going to be bees or just museum of natural history keychains? I don't what? What what is that?
1: What are you doing?
0: That's from B Movie. Because we are doing the bird and the B sides this week.
1: Oh. that That's what you came up with?
0: Yeah. Hey, at least we made it this far. That's not even the song we're covering. Oh, son of a bitch.
1: This week we're talking about where do I go from here from the bird and the B-sides, which I thought it was the birds and the B-sides. Right. And
0: right up until we started recording. Yep. Because then we're talking about it and I'm like, oh, we're going to do bird and the B-sides. And Jessica's like, no. And she starts laughing at me like, oh, Danny, you fool. <laughs> and then she shows her your phone and Apple Music says yeah. birds and the B-sides. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, and then I'm like, look at the picture of the cover of the album. And it says Bird and the B-Sides.
1: This is the first album that we're covering that we don't have in front of us the physical copy of. I owned the physical, or I still own the physical copy of this album, but it's not in our apartment.
0: No, we don't know where it is. It's lost. Have you seen it? Please let us know. You can call (laughs) us at 402 95 You can email us at sadiehawkinspod at gmail.com, or you can contact us on Twitter or Instagram at sadiehawkinspod. Please let us know, have you seen Jessica's copy of Bird and the B-Sides? So, Jessica, where were you when Bird and the B-Sides came out? New York. Oh, fancy. You were also in New York. I was. (laughs) So... Bird and the B-Sides. We have been on this podcast doing all the first songs on the studio albums to start out the podcast. Mm-hmm. And we talked about it before we started doing this podcast altogether. We were like, oh, are we, we going to include EPs and little special albums, the Christmas albums? Right. And I was like, no, we should just stick to the studio albums. But then I said... For
1: the, for the first records. For the first records. Because obviously we'll branch yeah, yeah. out when we're when we're done
0: but talking about the first few episodes where we specifically cover all the first tracks from each full-length album i was like no don't worry about the christmas albums we'll get to those later don't worry about the eps they're too short what's the point of doing the first song off those but then we looked at bird and the b-sides and we're like yes we should include the first song off of bird and the b-sides in our inaugural run of the podcast
1: slash the nashville tennis ep
0: yes Not that that we think of this as a single studio album, but it just kind of makes sense because in covering all of the first tracks first, we're trying to get a full sample of the band's whole career. Mm -hmm. And I think since this is like a, you know, a full length collection of B-sides, it gives us sort of a, it's, I think this is actually, this album is going to be a good transition from what we've been talking about with sort of like, the first generation Relying K with those first mm-hmm. three albums and then those last two albums that we talked about where they're kind of one cohesive thing and then we're going to get into Forget and Not Slow Down and Collapse of Belong. I think this is a good transition for us to talk a little bit about this collection because it's got stuff from all over their career up to this point. Mm-hmm. And yes, Jessica owned a copy, um, but I never did.
1: Yeah, plus, this is just one of my favorite Reliant K albums. I really love, like, every single song off of this album.
0: It came out on July 1st, 2008. Uh, And I was always... And I'm trying to piece it together, like, right before we started recording... But yes, I never owned a copy of this because Jessica owned it. It's I don't we weren't married yet, right? No, 2008.
1: No, we were dating. We got we got we engaged were in 2008. So
0: you had you bought this, and I'm like, oh cool, you have the new Reliant KCD, so I don't have to buy it. Mm-hmm. I can listen to it when I'm with you. And but because of that, I never sort of pieced together like a narrative for why or when or how this album was released. So I always just assumed the whole thing is a collection of B sides, right? I and the second, but and we'll get into it. I've been clearing this up for myself. Really the second disc is the collection of B-sides and there's a bunch of songs on that second disc that I was familiar with because I owned all the previous EPs, right? right. And then whereas that was this was my introduction to all of those EP songs. Right. And so actually I guess although I haven't researched it to specifically understand, I guess the first disc off of the bird and the b-sides which like i said you go to the store you see a reliant k album that says b-sides you think the whole thing's a collection of b-sides actually the first track is essentially a whole separate reliant k album i
1: think the first disc might say printed on it the nashville tennessee ep and the second disc might say birds and the b-sides but again i can't double check because i don't (laughs) have my cd right here in front of me
0: it would have been good to do all this research before starting the episode but i think we'll figure this out as we dig more into the nashville tennessee P and the birds and the b the bird and the b-sides but basically i think it's appropriate for us to do the first song on the two disc album that's called bird and the b-sides because this first disc is a new album mm-hmm. it's newly recorded material whether what I'm not sure of is whether it was all recorded in one sort of session, like you do for a full-length album, or if they had a bunch of little ideas going here and there during previous sessions, and they kind of brought it together in what's essentially... They call it the National Tennis EP, but it's like 13 songs, right? It's like a full-length album. Mm-hmm. It's not really an EP. It's a great name for an EP, right? but it's not... But it's yeah, I, th- I a full think "Beer
1: Man" was like where that it transitioned right. from uh, t- National Tennessee P into right, Bird and, the and it
0: gets even more confusing when you like look at it on streaming because there's no right. clear delineation of when does the disc switch, except for that track. But if you're hearing it for the first time on streaming, you don't necessarily know that. I mean, they're saying "Here comes some B sides," but <laughs> "Here comes some B sides." <laughs> I can't speak like a B. I've That's tried. what
1: you were going to do for this. We forgot we were going to do bee voices
0: for the intro to this. But I was going to have to do like post editing to make us sound like bees. We're going on vacation soon. <laughs> so I you're just going to act like that. you're
1: already on vacation? Yeah.
0: Um, yeah. So the Nashville, Tennessee, Pete, I'm calling it. It is essentially the follow-up album five score and seven years ago and it's a good trend it's a good but it's it's got a different whole thing and the way it's presented as quote unquote a b-sides album gives it this like different probably identity to the world at large where people don't think of it as the next reliant k album the reliant k album between five score and forget not slow down and even when we've had conversations about their discography we don't think of it that way but i think i'm going to start thinking of the nashville tennessee ep as a full-length album I'm speaking with my hands very loudly. I'm waving them everywhere.
1: Dan, favorite songs off this album? Go.
0: Oh, geez. Um, <laughs> I'm well, trying to catch you with oh. the. Uh,
1: you know, you're you're always like, where were you oh. when this album was released?
0: Well, my favorite song that is on the double disc set of this mm-hmm. is for the band, but I don't mm. and but I don't like the mix of this because I think oh. they remixed it because I used to listen to the Employee of the Month EP, In My Car. It's just a couple of songs, five, six songs. Mm-hmm. I used to listen to it nonstop. I would re- have it on repeat and I loved that song. And then that's right. When you and me were in your car in 2008 and we're listening to it, we're listening to the Bird and the B-Sides, I put on this song. I'm like, this song sounds different. And I realized like it's re- it's kind of remixed a little. So I was upset about that. I didn't want to hear this song that song remixed. I liked it the way it was. Mm-hmm. That, re- that reminds me of my relationship with this album is that when it came to the second disc, I skipped around the songs a lot because mm. I get to these songs that I really liked and like I don't want to hear this version of the song. It's I think it's all the same recording, but I really do think they sort of like remastered. I guess instead of remix, I'd say they remastered a lot of the B sides on the second disc.
1: How do you feel about Jefferson Airplane? The demo that's on the second disc,
0: I love I love it
1: because I really that is one of my all time favorite K songs as this demo because jefferson airplane is off of two lefts don't make a right but three do and i like that version but there's just something that i really love about the demo version i think it's a little slower it's it's a lot more stripped down and it's just i it's one of my all-time favorite reliant k songs mm-hmm.
0: i can't remember which ep right now i'm I'm not all there mentally and focused on burden the b side. i try to wrap my head around that but i'm pretty sure sh- but i know i heard that demo version on one of the previous EPs, whether, mm. whether it was the creepy EP, I think it was the creepy EP, but it could have been one of the other ones. Um, yeah, that demo version was on there, and yeah, I loved it as well. It's a great version of the song. I remember having, I remember talking to Matt Tyson about it at the time mm. when it was on whichever EP that that demo version is mm-hmm. on, asking him about that song, and actually, I've sort of muddled the memory now. It was either Teeson himself or it was Hoop's told me that that song was not originally written to be a Reliant K song.
1: Oh, wow. Interesting. This
0: is firsthand information, although my memories have gotten muddled over time. <laughs> Back in like 2001 or whatever at Soulfest, New Hampshire, when I'm talking to the band and I'm saying I really like that song, they say that was for Matt's Matt Thiessen's solo project. Oh, okay. Which I don't know if at that time it would have been called... Matt Teeson and the Earthquakes, or if there was some other name. Uh-huh. But yeah, he wrote that song intending, apparently intending to be for himself, but then mm. they ended and then a year later I find that they've re-recorded it for the studio album on uh, Three Lefts. So, it just officially became a Reliant K song. That's cool. I don't know if that information is out there anywhere else. I don't know if anyone wants to believe me, but Breaking I swear... Breaking
1: here first on Sadie Hawkins' pod.
0: This is, I, I can confirm that this is when soul Fest in new hampshire was still at loon mountain <laughs> before it was moved to gunstock why would i think that that's such a specific memory for me not for you people out there listening but that proves it to me
1: unless we have a lot of um massachusetts and new <laughs> hampshireites listening it was in there. the
0: parking lot where the merch tents were set up between the two stages
1: okay So yeah, lots of great songs off of this album. Yep. Yeah, this song, at least we made it this far. The Lining is Silver. Uh, You'll Always Be My Best Friend. Even Beaming, like some of my all-time favorites. The Vinyl Countdown. Mm -hmm. And of course, the Jefferson Airplane demo. So good. Yeah. So much good stuff off this album.
0: And those are all songs off of the Nashville, Tennessee EP.
1: (laughs) For the most part. Yeah,
0: so... I oh, wonder and
1: they have up and up on the acoustic version on here.
0: That's right, and you know what? I'm more familiar with that version. I think
1: I am too. Than I realize. I think the studio that's,
0: version from Five Score. I talk- think that's
1: why I sing. So anytime we're in Target, did I did I mention this last week? I don't remember. No, you so didn't. the Target brand of their like personal brand of different things yeah. is called per- Up or Up and Up, and so right. every time I look at it, I sing. I'm on the up and up. Right. <laughs> And it occurs to me now that it's probably because I listened to it a lot on this album. Yeah,
0: I think it was because we talked about it before. I admitted it that Five Score was the first album that I didn't buy Mm -hmm. a physical copy of. I just illegally downloaded it, listened through it like once, picked the songs I liked, and put those on my iPod. Right. I don't think Up and Up from Five Score made it onto my iPod, so I don't think I listened to it as much until later... Because in my mind, when I think of Up and Up, I do think of the Bird and the B-Sides version. So I want to figure out as we go further along with this podcast and do more tracks off of this double disc set is what was the idea for the band doing the Nashville Tennis EP? Like mm-hmm. it seems to be an album. I was already sort of talking about this, but it seems to be a full length, you know, regular right, album. Yeah packaged with a b-side collection and did they do that on purpose because maybe the band was in transition at this point and they sort of wanted less pressure than the idea of doing a full fully marketed full-length feature length you call it <laughs> album you know what i mean right so they, they were like oh let's call this an ep even though it's half an hour long and has 13 tracks it's clearly a full-length album right and did they sort of, because it, by this point, Dave has left the band, right? I don't know exactly when he left the band, right. but this is they reference Ethan specifically in the Be Your Man mm-hmm. thing when it's like, so thanks for Matt and Matt and John and John and Matt and John and mm-hmm. and then he's about to say Dave and he cuts himself off and says Ethan. So it's like, okay, the band's sort of in transition. Is that why they did a full-length album and presented it in this way? I'm sort of yeah, talking in circles, but I'm finding this fa- I'm finding this fascinating.
1: Yeah, I need to I need to see if I can find, if we can find like an article or something on that. When I was doing my research for this week, oddly, uh, I found an article about collapsible lung and spent all my time reading that instead of looking for an article about uh, Birds and the (laughs) B-Sides. But next time we cover a song on Birds and the B-Sides, we will do our research.
0: Hey, this album got an 86% on AbsolutePunk.net. Nice. Score. Score. Um,
1: Should have gotten higher, in my opinion.
0: And it got a, th- it got three stars on Punk News, but it got a four. Let me see. These are actual stars, not just the number. It got a four and a half on Jesus Freak Hideout. Nice. Yeah. So I feel like that's our feelings on the album mm-hmm. as a whole and the, the the two discs. So I don't know. Where do we go from here? Where do we? Where do I go from here? With the podcast. Oh, that's right. We could talk about the first song, which is what we're here to do. Where Do I Go From Here? Written by Matt Teeson, performed by Reliant K.
1: (laughs) There's a lot going on in this song. There's a few different styles, lots of fun instruments. I I love this one.
0: Of all this first track songs that we've done so far, this Mm -hmm. is the one that I have the least of a grasp on. Okay. Lyrically. Okay. And also maybe musically. Like, I can kind of hum the chorus in my head, but I have listened to it a bunch of times preparing to record, but for some reason it just keeps slipping. Slipping out of my brain, yeah. And you love it, and I know you love it, but it's like, to say it's unmemorable is not accurate at all. For some reason, I could take the first songs off those first five albums Mm -hmm. And I could write the lyrics down by hand from memory, mm-hmm. but not really with this song. And I don't know why. Mm. I like the banjo. I like uh, how fast it is. There's lots of stuff I like about this song, but we played it right before we hit record. And already, like, thoughts about the song are escaping me. I don't know why this song huh. isn't as, doesn't just stick in my brain as strongly. I like it a lot.
1: It's so fun. It has that, like, little, like, southern down-home ditty in the beginning and then it transitions into like a fast pop punk number and it goes back again it's so much fun it is
0: it is fun it's it's i mean there are songs that i flat out couldn't tell you anything about if Mm -hmm. you put a gun to my head but please don't put a gun to my head (laughs) and
1: (laughs) i mean and as far as the lyrics are concerned this is a song that could be about anything like even right now where i'm at in my life I really relate to this song. Like, it doesn't have to be about faith or a relationship. It could be about work or the loss of a loved one. Or it could be about someone who's just feeling lost in general.
0: If you say so. Because that's one of the things is, like, I don't know the lyrics to this song. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) I couldn't write. What are you doing? I don't know. I'm just being honest. For some reason, like, that's the other thing is, like, all the other songs that we've done so far have a clear narrative and idea that i grasped fully Mm -hmm. but i listened to this song multiple times and there's just something slightly more ethereal or something there's slightly more less like because the other songs are about going to a theme park and and (laughs) (laughs) and pressing on when problems are falling out of the back of your mind like they have physical sort of things that i can grasp onto for and for some reason this song i'm not like i didn't grab onto and, and right. understand what he's singing well, about. Well,
1: how about I read the lyrics to you then?
0: Please do. I Although just pulled it's them re- up for myself. it's but.
1: really hard for me to read these lyrics without doing it in my head, like like singing it in my head like they do. So it's... Leavin' may not be coming home. Needin' to know I'm not alone. Even though I can't feel a thing. Takin' time to get over it. Makin' the best of what will quit. Breakin' me down i can't feel a thing where do i go where do i stand where can i find myself again where do i go if not disappear where do i go from here tracing my steps right back to you racing the clock to save an hour or two facing the fact i can't feel a thing mm-hmm. dealing
0: i'm reading along i'm looking at the, <laughs> i'm reading right along i'm like got my screen up now
1: with what i can't control feeling confused because I don't know if healing is when you don't feel a thing where do I go where do I stand where can I find myself again where do I go if not disappear where do I go from here those lyrics are just so relatable regardless of what the specific thing is that you're kind of going through it just feels like it could be applied to anything
0: mm-hmm. I guess that's the so listening to you read them and then reading through them just something about it. It's just like, they're they It's it's actually slightly more poetic.
1: It's very. It's than, a very poetic than a, song any previous
0: song. Like yeah, there there's a poetry to all the previous songs, especially the last two songs, which were about very heavy feelings that you'd be going through through a breakup. Like mm-hmm. they were both pre- pretty much breakup songs but there's like a strong narrative to both of those songs as well like you can see yourself you can see mm-hmm. some characters going through those two things when it comes to this it's just such a more like open vague feeling that I, I don't I've never just like actually really pay attention and also something about the way that it's like that first word and then the line and then the fe- you know leaving may not be coming home feeling da, 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 da. <laughs> I've already forgotten I don't know what it is. It's just something...
1: You just aren't a poetic soul, Dan. There's just
0: something more like... I'm a very poetic soul. <laughs> there's something s- sort of... I'm more, just teasing you. There's something sort of more like wispy. Like just sort of like... like. I, I, I use the word ethereal. And then I tried typing in ethereal synonyms. And none of these synonyms work for me. But it's just something sort of like not tangible. Like, I get it. Yeah. It's was, it was just been rough for me to, 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 to connect... To my emotions, but it's lovely that you understand them and that you have a strong feeling for them. You're the more emotionally grounded and and connected of the two of us.
1: Are you just calling me a woman?
0: I said no such thing. I said no (laughs) such thing.
1: Well, Dan, would it help if I told you what other people think this song is about? That would
0: help a lot. And this time, if it's about, if it's about Jesus, I have no means to say that it's not because I have no strong feelings about the lyrics of this song. Well, 10
1: years ago, L. Nicky said, I connect with this song, sad, S-A-A-A-A-D. The way I see it, it's about wanting to run away, but you end up going back to face your problems. But is it healing if you just don't feel anything? They seem to have the same problem I do with avoiding problems. I so hate consequences has the same theme. Apathetic way to be means just not caring. I love how you can connect to RK's lyrics no matter what you're experiencing. I'm nodding
0: my head. That makes sense. Yeah. Now, because once you told me how you feel about these lyrics, even though I'm too dumb to get it, I was like, oh, I, I get it. It's like sort of like a... Sort of a reaching out emotionally song, just like, not sure what to feel. I, I get it. I get it. I'm I'm, I'm on to these human feelings, <laughs> things that you humans call emotions. I'm getting it. Makes sense. Well,
1: Casey with a cause 10 years ago goes a little, um, a little deeper, maybe a little darker with it. Uh, they said, this song actually makes me think of clinical depression. Where do I go from here if not disappear? I see that as a reference to running away. Obviously, leaving may not be coming home goes along with this also. Or even suicide. I'm dealing with what I can't control. Feelings of depression over not being able to cope with life. Feeling confused because I don't know if healing is when you don't feel a thing. Feelings of blankness or experiencing emotions that contradict the mood or situation surrounding you. Whatever it's about, I love this song, just like Reliant K's other songs. Some of their newer releases from The Birds and the B-Sides have, and they wrote birds, (laughs) have a slightly darker edge to them, but I'm glad to see RK can sing about more serious personal matters than Chapstick, not to say I don't love that song, while still making their songs fun and enjoyable
0: to listen to. Okay, so I mean, it seems like people are sort of on a consensus-
1: yeah, the, right. the, I, and maybe it's just because I do connect with a lot more deeper, you know, less tangible lyrics have always sort of spoken to me, which is we've discussed previously that I am a Lana Del Rey fan
0: mm-hmm. uh,
1: up to a certain point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, her lyrics, Born to Die Through Honeymoon, those albums, there's a lot of really great just, like you said, kind of these like ethereal, very poetic lyrics. Mm-hmm. And and I that's the sort of thing that I very much connect to.
0: Right because emotions aren't tangible so i guess making the lyrics sort of more poetic and not tangible
1: right i've also connects I've o-
0: in that way this is, it totally makes sense i like this song it's just for some reason the emotion that it is connecting doesn't connect to me because i'm too manly to have <laughs> these kind of feelings <laughs>
1: No, I, I love it when feminist Dan shows up to the party.
0: <laughs> this, is, this is not true. <laughs> do you remember the first time? Do you remember the first time you saw me cry? Yes. The first in, in a good way, like not anger or or like like anything. We and you and Jessica doesn't really like animated movies. Like she likes them a little bit. Listen,
1: I don't like going on a roller coaster ride of emotions.
0: I was like, oh, I want to check out because this we because we must have just been married. Mm-hmm. And because we were in our first apartment, and it was the 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 frog and the prince, or what's it called? The princess and the frog. The princess and the frog, the Disney movie. And it's where the little and spoilers, if you haven't seen this like ten year old movie at this point, more than ten years old. The the like the lightning bug character, the sort of like backwoods bayou lightning bug character gets killed, and then he like, and then all the characters gather around him as he's dying. And then he, he, the whole time he had been talking to a star because he looks at the stars and he thinks they're other lightning bugs and he's like, "This one star up there, that's my lady. That's my lady lightning bug up there. And one day I'll be with her." See, my and...
1: heart is aching right now <laughs> just you talking about this. And this is why, as an adult, I refuse to I'm watch so Disney sorry. movies. I know. Even though Danny drags me to them anyway a lot.
0: But you're more, but oh. you're, but you're more like emotional now on things like this. You can't yeah. take these emotions now. Back oh. then. Yeah. You were just like oh, I just don't you know animated movies whatever. I'm like I <laughs> want to watch this. So I'm watching it sort of on my own. Jessica's coming in and out of the room. The lightning No, I think bu-
1: I sat down with you on this you one. Say, okay. Yeah, it was Frozen that I just kind of wandered in and out of the room oh, for. Oh, okay.
0: So then um I'm not a, I'm not a giant Disney freak or anything. I'm not one of those I'm not one of those Disney freaks. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> I just like to watch every Disney
1: movie. I used to be. Um, then I went to work for them. That's right.
0: Anyway, Lightning Bug dies, turns into a star in the sky. Everyone looks up and sees the star appear in the sky, and I start tearing up. And you look over at me, you're like, "Are you crying?"
1: I'm like, "Yes." It was so beautiful.
0: (laughs) It was so
1: beautiful. Now I like, oh, I I cried at a University of Phoenix online commercial the other day. I can't handle it. I so can't handle it. I cry at like every Disney commercial. I tear up at the end of like every movie I cannot handle. I can't handle it. University of Phoenix. (laughs) That's the best. It's about this single mom and she's got the kid and she's like fighting the dragons for the kid or whatever. I don't know. It was beautiful and I couldn't handle it.
0: Uh, And now I'm just a cold, bitter husk who can't connect (laughs) to these poetic Reliant K lyrics. I just listen to my ska music because it's happy and I'm like, I remember happiness. (laughs) Just kidding. Um... (laughs) Yeah, so the only notes I have on this song, this might be our shortest episode out of the first six, is that uh, all the only notes I have are covers and things like that. So was there anything else you wanted to talk about this song with?
1: There is an acoustic version.
0: Yes, I have that. You
1: have that. Okay, because I saw, I came across, I think it was like a Reddit post that said it's like a rarity.
0: Mm-hmm. That's one of the first things I do nowadays is I type in, Relying K acoustic, because it seems like random songs... I, th- I, I think I know, you know, if you just are familiar with most of Relying K's discography, you think you know what songs are out there acoustic, but you'll occasionally find all these other versions. So now you can go on Discogs and you can click a song title, and it'll show you where that song...
1: Oh, nice. Else
0: has, ...where else that song has appeared. So by going to Bird and the B-Sides on Discogs and clicking where I go from here, it takes me to the where do I go from here page... And the acoustic version is from the Japanese version of Forget and Not Slow Down. Oh. Wow. That's where it's from. At least according to Discogs, that's the only other one that they have marked right now. And, and nice. to confuse things even more, whoever uploaded this to YouTube put the Nashville Tennessee B art on YouTube with it mm. instead of the Forget or Not Slow Down Japanese cover. <laughs> <laughs> Did you listen to this yourself before? No.
1: First time. I really like that that's really really beautiful i love that
0: yeah they sound like a whole i mean they sound like reliant k but they sound like a whole nother kind of band
1: yeah they do they they, it's it's so different it's and they don't even use sort of like the like banjo thing and that like sort of more twang that they have going in the um in sort of the intro it's just if they do something else entirely with it and it's wow i really like that
0: yeah it's really good now we gotta track down a japanese copy i know slow down.
1: it's like it's like even more heartfelt
0: like i love it do you like that it's slowed down or do you feel like the song actually this doesn't go faster never mind i was gonna say do you think it could go faster but i got this mixed up last week as well just because you pitch the song up doesn't mean it's necessarily going faster. Mm-hmm. But I did find here a chipmunk mix, just like I did last week. <laughs> Someone pitched up the song.
1: Well, sure. Gotta make them sound like bees, Dan.
0: Oh, they should have called this the bee mix. So this is Where Do I Go From Here? Relying Kate, Chipmunks. No copyright infringement. <laughs> But, there is copyright infringement. At least say no copyright infringement intended, but they just said no copyright infringement. No, it's full, full copyright infringement. Pretty sweet. Good, good stuff. Yeah, no, it's awful. It actually sounds really bad. Mm-hmm. Like, I wonder if a nightcore version would sound really good because it would actually be faster. But I don't think I didn't I didn't find one, unfortunately. And I I, I never bothered thinking like, oh, I want to make chipmunks versions of all my favorite music. Mm-hmm. But you can't do it because it pitches up all everything. It pitches up all the instruments. Right. It doesn't. That's not what the chipmunks are. Yeah. Um. So that's about it for official stuff that was official i mean it's the official song having been reworked but there's the acoustic version i was like
1: wait so if reliant (laughs) k put it out then there would be no copyright infringement
0: that is true i love it also when people say uh no copyright intended like what does that mean (laughs) (laughs) copyright is fully intended (laughs) by the original artist yeah it's like people just have no real clue what copyright means. And the thing is, I love that people put copyrighted stuff on YouTube, <laughs> you know, especially if it's like rare, like right. all kinds of not just music, but like old TV shows and like old news clips and like yeah,
1: long forgotten TV movies. Yeah. That sort of thing. Like
0: and I but I also fully understand when copyright holders take certain things down. Mm hmm. But it's like if you're gonna upload things and you're gonna put like a copyright disclaimer, at least know what you're talking about in some level. No copyright intended. Um, anyway, (laughs) that's it for Danny's Soapbox. (laughs) That's gonna be a regular segment on this show. Uh, we really need this heat to go away. (laughs) It's still hot this week, it's still hot and we're recording at night so it we'll would be like oh it'll be a little bit cooler we'll leave the air conditioner going all day we'll no. wait till the sun goes down we'll start recording we'll turn it off we'll turn off the air conditioner it's got so hot but we suffer on for Eli and k that's right and i have will suffer more because i'm starting to send you covers oh boy
1: <laughs> so this is a cursed they dorm room
0: yes She likes vagabonds, if that's a band or something, I don't know. And skulls. She says, she's got a sign that says go, I think it says go cougars, maybe. Yeah. And a a skull. And it also opens with just five seconds of her staring into the camera, (laughs) staring into your soul. There's no other
1: way to start this song.
0: But she's got a great name. Her name is Reliant Katie.
1: Aw, that's great.
0: And this is from September 9th, 2010. She says this song's kind of been in my head for the past week or or so. Ex- well, let's try that again. This song's kind of been in my head for the past week or so. Except I kind of fail with the order of the words sometimes. XD smiley face. Anyway, I tra- that existed back in 2010? Huh. The X with the D. You know, like the X is like your your eyes are clamped like shut and the D, yeah. Yeah. The emoticon. Where it's uppercase, actually yeah. Because there were no official emojis back then, oh. so yeah, why not? I don't know when the internet was invented. <sighs> so she tried a web capture device on YouTube. Whatever. She's like, and then talks a lot about her computer and the size of her headphone plugs. I don't know. Um, <laughs> Let's play it. And then, and then, okay, I'm laughing at the comment. Let's play it. Even, to know I'm not
1: alone. Though I can't feel a thing, taking time to get over it, making the best of what won't quit, breaking me down. I can't feel a thing. Where do I go? Where do I stand? where can i find myself again where do i go if not disappear oh where do i go from here oh she went down on the here instead of up
0: nice i like that i like that on chapstick chap lips and things like chemistry (laughs) when they go down instead of up yeah um yeah that's very nice it would be nice if she had some yellow cups and she was, like, tapping them. <laughs> Get it? Remember that movie?
1: Yep. Get it. For someone named Reliant Katie, she only seems to have the one Reliant K cover oh. that I can find. Lots of uh, Perks of Being a Wallflower soundtrack stuff, which, huh. good movie. Great movie if you haven't seen it. Um, some Sarah Bareilles. All sorts of stuff uh evanescence right on
0: so before i started laughing because in the comments there's only one comment and it's from relying katie herself but she's replying to someone named spunky (laughs) jam 39 i don't know if spunky jam (laughs) 39 deleted their comment and just left her reply but it says oh my gosh don't even ug me about school starting WSU starts a whole month before you, and I get out of here after you for winter break. It is stupid, except I get out of here more than a month before you in the spring, so I can see you graduate and stuff. Yeah, Barrett is pretty cool, except I think he smokes, so that's not so great to be around. I'm so happy he gave me a couple of his drawings. I get a couple of my (laughs) art—I've got a couple of my art pieces on my door have fun learning, and then some Japanese symbols. Wow,
1: that's a great little peek into Reliant Katie's life. Yeah, because... This is what the kids are into, Dan. Ten years ago. Seven years ago. Eight years ago. Eight years ago. Nine, nine <laughs>
0: years ago. Her video is nine years, almost nine years old. Yeah, interesting. She's got a very nice voice. Yes, she does. Yes. It's too bad I didn't read her whole explanation about the webcam and the microphone, but yes, it is... The microphone itself cannot seem to contain her voice.
1: Good job, Reliant Katie, you get a like.
0: Um, Then we have what I called Robin S. Acoustic Finger Playing.
1: Uh, Okay.
0: This is from 2015, and yet it looks as blown out and pixelated as all the 2008 and earlier videos that we watch. She said, feeling ghostly today. Robin S. Thank That's really nice. There's a weird crackling, which I can only assume is the microphone on whatever she's recording on, but it sounds like warm vinyl. Yeah,
1: it's so beautiful.
0: (laughs) Unless it was added on purpose to sound like vinyl.
1: I am a sucker for these, like... A level-headed
0: girl with a pretty smile.
1: (laughs) I was going to say, like a sort of, like a slowed down female acoustic set Mm -hmm. that just sounds like it should be in an indie movie.
0: We get a lot, a lot of that for a line, Yeah, okay? we do. Especially it's good in stuff. this period. Yeah, especially in this midnight, mid 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 nineties mid two thousands period. We get a lot of that.
1: I want to say that that I guess it's abundantly clear that we have both accidentally left the Sadie Hawkins Pod, Gmail, and YouTube open, and then done our own things because <laughs> there's uh, some Blink one eighty two video suggested. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Um, must have been from me. Yep, uh, a Godzilla thing. Again, you. Um, then there's some Critical Role stuff, which is me. And then The Legend of Red Shirt Guy, How One Kid Beat BlizzCon.
0: I don't know what that even means. I do
1: either. And then an old school SNL sketch, which could be either of us.
0: Well, hopefully we'll, we'll, we will see. <laughs> I'm completely ignoring what you just said, but it's all true. Um, yeah, I've been staying logged into the sadie hawkins pod youtube all the time and i shouldn't be but um because i wanted the sadie hawkins pod youtube to eventually just be recommending relying k related videos right. all the time and we find stuff that way but we keep not logging out and doing all our regular crap uh maybe someday we will revisit robin s because i'm pulling a u and i'm looking at what else she's got going and she covers curl up and die all right uh she covers i don't need a soul uh, and a lot of other songs that aren't Reliant K and M.I.A., Keaton Henson, Bright Eyes. There's... Oh, Keaton Henson's great. Uh, so it's just those three Relying K. Yeah. So hopefully we'll, we will remember to look for those when we get to those songs. Um, let's see what else we got. Oh, I called this one in my notes Derek Bolum ASMR version. <laughs>
1: Oh, wow. Okay. I'm intrigued.
0: This is on SoundCloud. So actually, maybe I can just play this myself over here, unless you want to see the picture. (laughs) You could look at it. I'll just show you the picture. Here's the picture. Okay. It's just the guy's forehead and one eye in what appears to be some sort of loft or performance space. Let's play this.
1: Call this the ASMR version.
0: Yeah, he's barely whispering it out.
1: Yeah, I do. I do kind of like that version. That that idea, like that play on the vocals.
0: Uh huh. He's so he's singing so low though mm-hmm. that some of his guitar technique has nothing to hide behind. Mm-hmm. So if he misses a note or if the slow, and he's sliding his finger down the. Right guitar it's like a jabbing <laughs> icicle in your ear um, but that's nice they're all just heartfelt slow acoustic versions Let's see another soundcloud so I will just open this on my computer and we'll take a listen to to oh my goodness how do you say this egarnola e E-gar- e granola e granola it's the word granola with an e at the beginning, so it looks very confusing. Uh, Under the Covers EP, oh, by Eric, Ganella. That
1: sounds a little risque.
0: <laughs> but but the cover the cover is he's got like he's got like a blanket fort, <laughs> and it's covered in Christmas lights.
1: Oh, that's fine. It's very
0: fanciful. Mm-hmm. So let's take a listen if the music is, is fanciful. So you want to, so Jess, yeah. we heard from Andrew a couple weeks ago that we're not that we're not mean enough on some of the covers. What did you think of that? Tell me exactly what you thought of that.
1: I thought the instrumentation was was nice. They maybe had like a like a tambourine or something going on. I'm not really sure. Those little finger symbols, maybe.
0: And I love this cover art. It's so nice looking. The cover art's great. Um. <laughs> So, yeah, E-Granola or Eric Gonalia, Gonalia, whichever, on SoundCloud. Two different names, same great taste. <laughs> Next we have, uh, and I don't know if this is accurate because I'm not the biggest Jack Johnson fan, but I call this Jack, is that the name of the guy? Jack Johnson, right? I, I haven't That's listened yet. That's the Banana yet. Pancakes guy? That is. I call this Jack Johnson style. Uh, if I'm correct on that or not, we will find out.
1: If I go, woo, then we'll know you are correct.
0: Baby, may not be coming. On. No, I'm not alone, even though I can't feel a thing. Where do I go? Where do I stand? Where can I find myself again? Where do I go if not disappear? It's not his vocals that remind me of Jack Johnson, it's just that palm-muted, the strumming, strumming yeah. style.
1: It gets a half woo. It gets a Whoa.
0: <laughs> what? Woo? Or an ooh? Yeah. Yeah, it's nice. He's got a Nintendo shirt mm-hmm. that says, I let's that. settle this.
1: <laughs> Whoa, I, I missed I the what let's it, settle this part. It says,
0: let's settle this on top, and I don't know if we're going to get to see the rest of his shirt. I want to see what else his shirt says. Oh, I didn't say his... Did I say his name? His name's Steve Burton. Taking time to play my guitar on a beautiful afternoon. Playing music from my favorite band. No comments. 29 views. 3 likes. Now you got 4. Let's see what else. That's right. Okay. I want to end on what... I think not only maybe the best version of this song, but might be the best cover we've found so far.
1: Oh, wow. That's a really tall order.
0: But real quick before we do that, so I don't want to end on this other thing. I found on Bandcamp, I got so confused because I found the song on Bandcamp, Relying Kate, Where Do do I Go From Here, on the album (sighs) Look, Mom, I'm playing "Fast" by Skate Punkers. I think it's a
1: picture of Justin Bieber, and it's a
0: picture of of a, of a young Justin Bieber, like not quite early YouTube Justin Bieber, but just after that.
1: Yeah, on playing a drum the drums.
0: Set. Still like like Beatles hair Justin Bieber, and also it's charged by Euros, right? And then I'm like, oh, let's check this out by Skate Punkers. It's just the song, <laughs> so I'm like, oh. So then I figured out, I guess it's like a comp. The, I assume they got the rights to include this. And Skate punkers, sounds familiar. I think I see them on Instagram mm-hmm. when I'm doing like my MXPX meme stuff, and I'm looking at like punk and pop punk posts on mm-hmm. Instagram. I see them around. I don't. Oh, they're in Spain. Yeah. So I hope that <laughs> like I hope like K and Goatee Records or uh, or. Capital or whoever knows. but It was so confusing. I was kind of disappointed because I'm like, I want to hear Justin Bieber. I want to hear a young pop punk (laughs) Justin Bieber cover of Where Do I Go From Here. So let's close out covers. I did, so I found a fair amount overall, Mm -hmm. but not like a ton, not a whole lot. Um, But they're more quality this time. Uh, And this by Marioka, Marioka, M U R A O K A, and this is relying. This is on SoundCloud. Uh, Here's the cover. It's a picture of some sort of ukulele or guitar or something. Yeah, with a rabbit. With a rabbit sitting next to it. I mean, it's a Photoshop. It's not a real rabbit sitting next to a real guitar. It's a picture of a real rabbit. You get what I'm saying? Hey,
1: Dan. Yeah. What's your favorite Rango?
0: classic inside joke from a youtube video probably very very few people have seen well they've managed to take the song and turn into a minute and 11 seconds so let's see what you think of this Jessica's into it, she's dancing the robot. I'm
1: I'm not hearing the ukulele or the rabbit.
0: (laughs) False advertising.
1: That's what the song would have sounded like if it was off Collapsible (laughs) Long.
0: Possibly. That's not a bad uh, point. Yeah, that's like the... Like lots of other bands have crazy experimental covers, right. but I haven't found something like that for real. I'm so excited. I'm excited. Not just the right usual now. guitar, not just the usual nope. webcam. Nope. Not like a well produced acoustic cover or just like some band jamming the song out. It was this, whatever this was.
1: Fantastic.
0: Uh, yeah, so again, that is, and I, I'm going to butcher this, but. Muraoka? Muraoka. Sure. I'm going to stick with that. From Tokyo. Apparently that is his or her last name. That's their last name. And the first name is possibly Mochi. And they're from Tokyo, Japan.
1: Nice. I dig it.
0: I wish it was longer. They cut it down to just a minute. Yeah. Well, that's it for this song. So where do we go from here? <laughs> I don't know.
1: Into forget and not slow
0: down. <laughs> into That's right. We go into forget and not slow down. You're right. Let's forget and let, let's not forget and let's forget and let's not. But let's not forget. <laughs> let's go forward and let's not slow down. But let's forget this. But let's not forget that next week we're talking about forget and not slow down. The title track which is called Forget and Not Slow Down. It is hot, still, just like last (laughs) week. Uh, Yeah, I think we're bringing this in at what? A tight three hours as opposed to our usual five hours? Exactly. (laughs) So we will see you, catch you, hear you next week on Sadie Hawkins Pod, the only podcast that talks about Reliant K songs one by one, week by week, by two people who are sweating profusely.